Good morning! Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous and wonderful Monday morning. It's Monday, Monday, Monday. I know you all are very excited to be alive, to be awake, to be able to serve the Lord this morning. I'm sure it's hard to drag your sorry, pruny rear ends out of bed this morning. And nobody enjoys Mondays, but hey, guess what, man? The Lord has gave you another day. And whatever mistakes you did yesterday has been forgiven, been forgotten. Let's just use today to glorify the Lord. And uh, man, let's just make the best of it we can. So that is completely up to you. You can go through life miserable, or you can uh, rally in the joy of the Lord and go through life with a smile on your face because you know the victory is yours. So who do we have watching this morning here? We've got Tracy Little, Jennifer Honeycutt, Amy Oaks-Turner, Carolyn Kelly, Rusty Paws, Brendy Boyd Young, Mike Hensley. All the cool cats and kittens have come out to join me this morning, and I'm glad you have. So, and um, who is singing more power to you? Love it. I'm sorry, that is a top secret, Amy. I wish I could tell you, but that is, uh, you do not have the security clearance to know and be privy to that type of information. No. It is uh, Petra uh, who is singing. Uh, more power to you. I love that song. That's why I thought, no, I'm gonna start making it my my intro, uh, my devotions, and uh, love that song by Petra. And beyond belief, after that is by Petra as well. So, as you can tell, I am a Petra fan. So. <laughs> Anyway, uh, what am I doing? Oh, here we go. Okay, trying to get uh, to the slide here. All right, let's go at this time. Let's go ahead and do our morning Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. I pledge allegiance to the Christian flag and to the Savior for whose kingdom it stands, one Savior, crucified, risen, and coming again with life and liberty for all who believe. I pledge allegiance to the Bible, God's holy word. I will make it a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. It will hide its words in my heart that I might not sin against God. Alrighty, praise the Lord for those wonderful pledges that we get to say each and every morning. Don't ever take those for granted. Be glad and proud of the great United States that we live in. I know the liberals don't like to hear, uh, you know, we are not the greatest nation. We are the greatest nation. That's why we've got our borders being flooded right now. And, uh, uh, and, and people are killing ourselves uh, to be here, to have the freedoms that we enjoy. And uh, so many do take for granted. So uh, hello, Angel Dixon. Appreciate you tuning in. And uh, so, nonetheless, even though we got lunatics at the helm, uh, hello, Nicole Kimball Barnett. Appreciate you watching. But uh, you know, we got lunatics at the at the helm in the in the White House, and uh, Biden just turned 80 years old and uh, shakes hands with imaginary people. Uh, can't remember who's dead and who's alive, and. Uh, so it's scary situations sometimes, but hey, we put our faith in God, not in politicians, and we know God's got to us, so that's all that matters. All right, my friends, at this time, let's go ahead and let's do our uh, uh, look at our verse of discussion this morning. Let me get it up here. Here we go. Psalm 139, 23 to 24. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. And see if there be any grievous way in me, it lead me in the way everlasting. All righty, praise the Lord for these wonderful verses that we get to look at each and every morning. You know, as I said uh, just a few minutes ago, it just uh, or a few seconds ago probably, 
you know, because we do live in such a wonderful country, you know, we get to wake up in the morning and we have the freedom to have devotions. Hello, Michelle Fox Harris. And that we get to have these devotions and that we can go to Sunday service and worship uh, and, and have the, the Bibles are available and we can have prayer. You know, we, we get to enjoy these things that in other countries they would be arrested for, they would be tortured for, they would be killed for. You know, and it's it's kind of sad in a way that Christianity and churches flourish in the midst of adversity and persecution, but uh, seem to dwindle in areas that are have more freedom. And I think we're seeing that now in our churches today, that with so many people, you know, uh, are not finding church important. They don't find church uh, as relevant. And, uh, and so therefore the need to put it first in their lives is dwindling. And, you know, I understand. I, I love, I'm great. I'm so happy we can have online, you know, so we can have these devotions, so we can have our Sunday, Wednesday evening services, so we can have the ability for those who can't get out, can enjoy church. I, I love that aspect of it. But I, I, my worry is that people are neglecting physical church and uh, in lieu of the online availability. And I know times are changing. Technology has changed. You know, we used to church was a social hub. But now, you know, and, and, but now with, with social media, uh, people are now connecting that way and therefore neglecting that, that physical presence there at the church. And we need to make sure that we're doing that. We need to make sure that we are appreciating the freedoms that we have and that we are uh, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together with like-minded believers. You know, and one thing's for sure, there's a lot of people out there that they think they can run from God. I can tell you right now, you can't run from God. I can tell you from personal experience, you can't run from God. You know, I, uh, my uh, nephew spoke yesterday at the church, and he's a history major. And I told him that I was a history major for a little while at ETSU myself. But then again, you know, it'd probably be easier for me to point in the book at ETSU of classes I didn't take because I majored about everything at one point in time. You know, I, I, I knew the Lord wanted me in the ministry, but I didn't want to do it. And I was running. And I, so I, you know, I'd go to school and quit, go to school and quit. I'd even try Bible college and quit. And, you know, and I just didn't want to do it. So, uh, my ultimate, uh, uh, way to want to run and flee, I joined the Air Force and that didn't work either. And, uh, Lord, uh, uh, and still, I tried to run. And then that's when my health took a real turn for the worse. And uh, Lord's got a way of getting your attention. You think you can run, trust me. When God's got his hand on you, you ain't going nowhere. There ain't nowhere you can hide. Ain't no dark corner. There ain't nowhere you want to go that God don't know. And so, you know, once one thing we need to understand, we need to search ourselves. We need to look at ourselves. We need to understand where we are at. Yeah, we make bad choices. We make bad decisions in life. Sometimes I can come back to haunt you. Sometimes you have to, you know, get a kick in the rear end every now and then. It ain't fun. It ain't pleasant. And uh, so sometimes we want our selfish. We want to do what we want to do instead of doing what God wants us to do. We don't want to be obedient. We, we, we act like petulant children and being disobedient. And that's why we need, instead of running from God, we need to run to God and look at ourselves. See, that's what David's doing here. You know, uh, when we look at these verses in particular, you know, David, you know, he's, he's mentioning the wicked with great hatred, you know, and, and irreverence. And it's easy to do that uh, because we are to hate evil. We are to hate sin. And it is frustrating. We see the evils that are in this world that are being pushed as normal and uh, instead of being hated. And the good is hated instead. You know, it's unbelievable. But that's why David looks here is that he quickly realizes his own need for God's cleansing. 
that, that this is not so much a prayer that God may know him, which he already does, but rather that David might know himself through God's purifying, refining fire. There are two elements to a holy life in these verses. One, first, I must constantly expose my inner life to God. Search me, try me. David is inviting God to shine his pure light into the inner recesses of his thought life where all sin originates. If you want to be holy, not just outwardly, where you can fake it, but inwardly, you must constantly confront your thought life with God's word. Second, I must constantly yield my whole life to God. Lead me. When God's word exposes where I'm wrong, I must submit to the Lord and walk in his way. Knowledge without obedience leads to deception and pride. I must become a doer of the word, not just a hearer who deludes himself. And that's just it, my friends. I think a lot of people want to play Christian. They want to give an outward appearance of, of change or, or, uh, or, or difference in, their, in, in front of those who are watching. But inwardly, uh, they have not really made that full commitment. And we need to make sure we're doing that, that we are not just hearers of the word, but doers of the word also. You know, a lot of people, uh, including myself, you know, we don't always like to hear criticism. We don't always like to hear the things that, uh, you know, that you, maybe you're doing wrong. And uh, it's, it's a hard pill to swallow sometimes. And uh, I think sometimes that's what God's word does. It tells us that we are doing wrong. And uh, it's an affront to our uh, worldly sensibilities, and we don't like it. And so, therefore, some people want to say, well, it's up to interpretation. It's how you want to make it. Uh, they want to justify their sins. They want to do whatever they, they want to do so that they don't have to change. They don't have to be obedient. They don't have to do what God's Word is telling them to do. And that is not what, how God wants it to be. Scripture is not open to interpretation. It's not however you want it to be so you can justify what you're doing. It is how it applies to the original audience. It's how it applies to us today. And we have to understand its context and what it is saying. And if there's areas in our life that needs work, there's areas in our life that needs to be exposed, there's areas in our life that needs change, we need to work on those changes. We need to bring that before God and say, Lord, I need help in this area. I am weak in this area. And we all have weaknesses, every one of us. Whether it's your temper, whether it's depression, whether it's sexual issues, whatever it may be, every single person has a weakness, and the devil knows how to zero in on that and nail you every time. And so, because you know, after so many hits, that's why a lot of people want to start running. Like, you know, I can't do this anymore. But God marks you, you know, right? He separated you from the rest of the world, and He's not going to let go of you. And so, you may try to run and hide, but that ain't going to happen. But that's one thing we've got to do. We have to work constantly, consistently on our relationship with Jesus Christ. And that's why we say we have to be constantly see that is called growth all right constantly being in those stages of growth when you were growing up in adolescence you had what was known as growing pains as you were growing taller and uh, you know it, it did not feel good it was not pleasant you know your, your bones hurt and they ate like nothing you've ever imagined and that's a part of that growing process well, sometimes that's what happens to us spiritually we have to go through those aches we have to go through those pains that are not pleasant we don't like but it gets us to where god wants us to be so let's not be hearers of the word but let's be doers of the word and let's do it enthusiastically remember god's not out to steal your joy he's not out to rob you of your fun he is trying to keep you from destruction it's the devil who's trying to rob you of your joy he tried to rob you of your relationship with jesus christ that's why we have to fight against those things do what god wants us to do be obedient therefore we will have the joy we will have the fun if you will and in our relationship with christ jesus it is hard it is tough it is difficult it's not the easy thing to do that's why narrow is the way broad is the path that leads to destruction it is a battle it is work it, it, it takes effort 
you know, just like getting out of the bed in the mornings, you know, Monday morning alarm goes off, you're like, you know, you may have five alarms go off where you finally get out of bed, you're like, I just dread today, I don't want to do it, why do I have to work, why couldn't I be rich, you know, and, uh, you know, and, uh, it's thoughts that everybody thinks, but we have to make ourselves do it, that's called discipline. And that's what we have to do when it comes to God's Word. We have to be disciplined. The devil's going to make excuses why you don't need to go to church, why you don't have to go to church, why you don't need to read your Bible, why you don't need to pray, you know, and, and, and throw in time constraints as to why you're limited and why you can't do these things. But it is imperative in your walk. We need to look at the things to come, not be focused and distracted by the things that are around us today. It is we need to be focused on our spiritual walk, be disciplined, walk with the Lord, grow in the Spirit and the power of His might. So when those attacks come, we can push back and we will not be defeated. And we can say that we are a child of God. We are a king's kid. And the devil will have no hold upon us. So pick up your sword, my friends. Pick up your shield. Pick up your helmet. Put on the breastplate of righteousness. Let's get in that battle today and let us fight. And let us do all to the glory of God today. Let us pray. Therefore, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you for this wonderful passage of Scripture this morning. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, thank you, love us, to uh, be in your word. And help us, Lord, to be doers and not just hearers only. Help us to dive into those areas that are not pleasant and make those changes so we can be more obedient to you. Lord, if anyone watching and listening this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me, the Holy Spirit. Lord, as I pray every morning, be with my brothers and sisters in Christ who are watching this morning. Watch over, protect them, keep them safe and well. Be with our kids, our spouses who are going to school, work, or play. Put a holy hedge of protection about them. Be with us on this journey, Lord Jesus, in our spiritual walk. Let's be on fire for you and continue to grow and be a light in this world of darkness. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. My friends, hope everybody has a great day today, a great Monday, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching, and God bless.